morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, November 11th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Before we read Jesus's prayer from John's gospel, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you that you are a God that encourages us to pray, that encourages us to ask, to knock, and to search. You are a God who desires to know us, and for us to know you. And for this, we give you thanks. And we pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen again to Jesus' prayer um, before his crucifixion. After Jesus had spoken these words, he looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son so that the Son may glorify you. Since you have given him authority over all people, to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost except the one destined to be lost, so that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I'm coming to you, and I speak these things in the world so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I've given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. Tara, for our Friday fun question... If you were ruler of the world, like actual ruler, not just in your own mind. (laughs) Okay, so like not now. Not now. Got it, got it. Who would be your top advisor? So see, I was going to say my husband, Brian, Mm -hmm. but I would like to stay married. So (laughs) instead, for my top advisor, I'd probably pick the person who is my advisor today, which is my best friend, David Powers, um, because... David knows me, and when I say that, I mean he also knows my failings, mm-hmm. and he he speaks those 
he can tell me the hard thing and I can hear him yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. Whereas with my husband, I need him to just always be on my side. <laughs> yeah. So that's who I'm picking. Although I will say, you know, my top advisor now is pretty much you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what about you? Who's your top advisor in your world upset. domination? I, I'm a little upset I didn't make it to the Sorry, world dude. level. But it's David and I, we, we're a team from experience. way back. Um, uh, mine would have to be my my. One of my closest friends, uh, Brian Ballard, who is also a Presbyterian minister, but is uh, very strategic in everything that he does. Uh, Uh The joke that we have jokingly, not jokingly about, is he's going to be Pope someday. Um, Wow, uh, which is going to be a big change. It's going to be an impressive feat for a Presbyterian pastor to become Pope. But if there's one person that can do it, it's Brian Ballard. Um, So... The only thing that would concern me about him being my top advisor is that he would usurp me in some way. Right, um, right. But I think until that happened, he'd be a great advisor. See, I, I'm pretty sure I could beat David up. So, like, he can't, like, he's not, I'm just kidding. That's not true. David, if you're listening, I'm joking. <laughs> but to our scripture, uh, what does Jesus mean when he says that his followers do not belong to this world? And, and why does that matter? Okay, so... When Jesus talks about belonging to the world, he's not talking about creation. He's talking about these human systems of oppression, this world as it is now that is full of sin. That's the world they don't belong to because Jesus is calling his followers to be more than that, Hmm. to be holy, really, as much as is possible. So he means that they don't belong to this world where so often sin warps everything that we do. I also, because I'm preaching on this, I've been thinking a lot about what is evil. You know, here Jesus talks about the evil one, Mm -hmm. a personification of really what is a phenomenon of evil. Mm -hmm. And the best definition that I ran across is that evil is everything that thwarts the good of a being, Hmm. right? And so we as human beings, we are God's good creation. And evil is anything that prevents us from growing into the fullness of the good creation that we can be. I think Jesus uses the, you know, personifies it as the evil one because it makes it easier to think about. Mm -hmm. Um, But the idea that, This world is a place where if it were all God wanted it to be, each of God's creation would grow into its fullness and goodness. But we're sinful humans, and we often limit even our own uh, ability to grow into fullness and goodness, and we do that for others. And that's the world that Jesus wants us to take a step away from so that we can fully live into what he is calling us. Mm -hmm. Did that make any sense? Mm -hmm. Good, because that's a large part of the sermon, okay? (laughs) Uh, What do you think about that, the world versus, I don't necessarily, I don't think it's Paul's idea of flesh and spirit. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's that dichotomy, but Mm -hmm. what do you think? Uh, Yeah, to to your point of of if we're thinking about the world, I I love the next part, do not, they do not belong in the world, but I'm not asking you to take them out of the world. Of, of, of we, of, as you said, you know, this is, um, that there is there is brokenness and, and evil within and amongst the world, but we are within it, and uh, that there is still opportunity to see God's good creation in the midst mm-hmm. of everything. That this is, um, you know, this isn't 
I think N.T. Wright kind of talks about, you know, Jesus isn't doing a snatch and grab, but uh, this is a, a rescue of the whole of the yeah. earth. Um, that this isn't us trying to retreat from it because we don't belong to it. But I think that there is that distinguishing of of what it's become and what it was, um, that we aren't to uh, leave where God has called us to be or or even what God is consistently doing right now. Uh, but to participate within that in the midst of things. Yeah, and I think Jesus' prayer is that God would protect us from evil so that we can grow into the fullness of who we could be as God's people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think because we don't understand evil, it's difficult to think about the idea that God protects us because it's not just a protection from bad things, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, but to go about my day knowing that God wants me to be the goodness of creation that God knows I can be and that God will be helping me with that. That's the really beautiful part. I think uh, also when we think about protection, um, you know, there's we can think about protection in terms of um, taking shelter and hiding out and uh, you know, like a bomb shelter, right? That you that you go into this small confined area and you are safe. You are protected in yeah. that place. Uh, or we can think about protection uh, as you know, as, as as the armor of God and going out into uh, yeah. where where you're going. That 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 God is in and amongst you uh, with these different. You've been clothed in these different things to go out, and you're protected. Uh, it's not that you're being sheltered, uh, but that you're being protected as you go out. Yeah, and how many times do we want to be taken out of the world, right? I mean, for oh, me, it's like I realized at one point in my life that I was praying that, like, there were, you know, my loved one would be struck well and uh, that there wouldn't be any sickness or famine. And basically what I was saying is, dear God, suspend the natural laws of this life um, and make me exempt from them. And that's not what we're offered. Mm -hmm. Um, There was one other thing. Let me look at the scripture, Brett. Um, Well, it's gone, but it was really good. I I know that. That would have have changed everyone's life. (laughs) It was gone. Yeah. I just, I want to walk through my day remembering that what I'm called to is to grow into the likeness of Christ Mm -hmm. and that God is protecting me so that I can hopefully do that better. And then that means I don't have to struggle. Oh, I know what it was. I don't have to struggle necessarily with things of this world because isn't that what evil tells us, that we should fight evil with evil? Mm. We should, you know, if someone is not looking out and is limiting me growing to the bestness, to the best of my ability, then I should probably do the same. And that's not at all what it says. Mm-hmm. It says that we trust, we trust that God is handling that and mm-hmm. we do the goodness that we can. There was, um, um, sorry to jump down this hole, but... The Rings of Power, which is the uh, Lord of the Rings story that, that came we out. We haven't had a good um, Lord of the Rings I know. Uh, interjection from you in a while. I've, so I've been very, I've been very, uh, com- I've been, I've been very reserved in that. But I remember before it came out, I was reading an interview with one of the directors, and he said, um, he's like, you know, we were, we obviously we're using different material, but we wanted to stay with the same motifs that Tolkien constantly talked about, and so one of them that 
you know, one of, you know, their friendship, they're, they're journeying together. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this guy gets it. And then he's like, and you know, one of the most important motifs he has is, you know, how, how close can we get to darkness to defeat darkness? And I'm like, that is not a motif of Tolkien or scripture, um, uh, of, and it, you know, it makes for a good story sometimes. Uh, but that is not the story of scripture of how, how can we manipulate darkness in order to defeat darkness? And the reality is that's not our job to defeat darkness. Uh, our job is to walk in light. Only perfect love can cast it out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember my grandmother Rings of power telling sucks. me. Just <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No chance I was listening, watching, or reading any of it. So no worries. I can remember my grandmother telling me, Tara, don't repay evil for evil. And I genuinely remember thinking, but why? Like, if they're going to do it, if they're Mm going to go low, I'm going to go low. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, friends, thank you so much for joining us this week. And I'm going to leave you with a quote from Julian of Norwich. See how easy that was to say? (laughs) The whole reason we pray is to be united into the vision and contemplation of God to whom we pray. Hmm. That is lovely. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.